0: You're listening to Club Thrive, the podcast, with me, Kate Sterling. The podcast that helps ambitious, creative women stop surviving so they thrive personally and professionally. Improve your self belief, your confidence, and dare to be seen, heard, and valued just the way you are. Hello, and welcome to this episode of club thrive the podcast with me kate sterling um i am sitting in a really creaky chair so i'm sorry if you hear random creaks in the background thank you for being here i really appreciate it it means a lot to me um having had a successful podcast how to live a sterling life um it was I got the real rhythm with that and so starting again with club thrive or starting afresh with this podcast i feel like i'm in those early days of finding my feet um and what i've been reflecting on since the first episode or the kind of taster episode last week is that the big part of how to live a sterling life the big the big part of it for me was the honesty i shared very openly here I am, I'm going straight in on this episode, I shared very openly about the life challenges that I'd had basically. And what I wanted to do with this podcast was to give you a little bit of an overview, a little bit of background about me so that you have that knowledge. Um, Because it's really important. It's why I have, it's why I bought, it's why I created Club Thrive. And Club Thrive to me is a real place. It's, I know it's a company and I know it's a brand and I know it's, it's work, but really there's an energy connected to it. And I talk a lot of energy, um, a lot kind of about energy. My background as a yoga teacher, as an actor and as a personal trainer is that actually, you know, we are energetic people um, or people have energy, like naturally we, we feel things and there are emotions there and they drive energy as well. And so you'll find that over the series of these podcasts, I will talk about things like that because that's how... experience that's my experience of the world and it might be that you don't experience the world like that so I encourage you as well to share about how you see things um and Club Thrive really came out of this year worth of exploration um because and you'll find I do this a bit as well I jump a bit from idea to idea um I try very I've got notes I try very hard to stick to the train of thought but sometimes i do jump a bit all over the place so i will try i try so hard to stay focused and (laughs) i i will try my best to keep as focused on the one story as possible um but i am also very honest about all of this stuff so it sometimes does go off in a bit of a tangent anyway um so club thrive has come from a really like a really big place of my life experiences over the last decade or so, really, Um, and actually even beyond that. So when I was 16 or 17, I had an eating disorder. I was anorexic, and that kick-started all of this. Um, Preceding that, I'm sure, and from research that I did when I was at uni on a documentary film that I made, I did a media degree, made a documentary about my anorexia in the final year, was that actually perhaps I'd had challenges with low self-esteem from quite a young age, which is odd because I... I think probably came across quite outgoing and also I loved performing Um, although I did always have moments where in those moments of performance I do remember kind of having you know forgetting lines or (laughs) forgetting routines Um, you know these things that kind of as a performer you dread Um, so perhaps there was a lack of confidence even back then and I always remember being very conscious of my body back I grew up in the late 80s, early 90s, and even I I had the most incredible parents, and none of this has come from them. But the information that we're surrounded with and surrounded by... um, impacts us and so you know we had all these messages in the well in any decade really but about how women should look celebrity culture was massive someone that wanted to be an actor i was always comparing my body to the bodies i saw on screen or in magazines as they were then (laughs) um and and so i had this picture upon me of what my body should look like in my head and whatever i saw in the mirror never matched that so I overcame anorexia and when I was at college, but, you know, these things actually stay with you for a very long time. So I've worked on that mindset for, well, I'm, I'm 38 now. So it's been nearly 22 years of working on it. And, and actually you kind of learn to live with it. Um, And I would say I'm healed. I'm, I'm, I have a, an amazing relationship with food and I made sure that I got to a really great place before I started coaching any clients with food or nutrition, because for me, it was incredibly important. that I understood that my relationship with food was was safe and that I wouldn't pass on any negative, you know, habits or anything like that to anyone else. Um, and that's also why I became a nutrition coach, why I invested lots of money and time into becoming a coach as well to understand nutrition. Um, and that's been incredibly impactful, but just jumping back a little bit to, you know, overcoming anorexia and then, I went to uni and did a media degree, ended up working in TV where I met someone and I ended up falling in love. And over the course of seven or eight years, we had a great time and I'm very cautious to never really disclose much about him or the relationship in specifics because um, he has his own life and he deserves his privacy. But we got married and the marriage didn't last and it ended in divorce and so this these are kind of topics that i have explored in greater detail in how to live a sterling life quite openly um but so but the reason i share it now is that these things have led to club thrive and this is why you know when we talk about things being an overnight success or anything like that really there's lots of stories that come in before that maybe decades before it's like when you see actors that have suddenly you know suddenly on the screen everywhere but actually they've been slogging away for you know decades, years. Um, Sometimes, sometimes there are stories of people that come straight out of drama school and straight into the limelight, but you know, it doesn't always happen like that. And I think it's so important to remember this because even from a business perspective, we can see all these very successful businesses and feel like we're, oh God, I should be better or I should be further along because of our age or whatever it is, um, because of what our friends are doing it's super important to remember that actually your journey is incredibly unique and special and um, it can only go at the pace that it it can go at you can't force it and by trying to force our results it actually can take away from the journey and it can take away from the opportunity sometimes we 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 miss the doors that are there for us to open and explore if we're pushing too hard so i had anorexia as a teen and then i got married and the marriage didn't last I went to drama school and I trained to be an actor, thought that I would, and I'd been acting when I was younger, but I'd always wanted to train and go to drama school, didn't MA, thought that my life would just take off. And it did not, as I'd expected, because basically I was really depressed after the divorce and um, and that marriage coming to an end at the, you know, when at the end of that kind of impactful year. And then my life fell apart. And so that's what I, I really talk about in how to live a selling life as well. Is like coming back out of that depth of despair. I got depressed. I I grieved hard for the the rela- relationship that hadn't worked, hadn't lasted, um, because not only was it about the relationship, but it was linked to so much of my identity, linked to the social groups that I was part of, um, linked to a group of people that you know I'd grown up with. Um, not anything they'd done, but just in terms of when you have to navigate a breakup having been in a situation together for a long time and your social circle is also connected in some ways to that it's hard to navigate and so i explore that in how to live a sterling life and again this is why i created club Thrive because really what i learned through that whole experience um and why i became so passionate about looking at mindset and becoming an nlp master practitioner and looking into mindset and how we think and what we think and the impact that it has with our relationship with ourselves and the relationship that you have with yourself is that the thing that got me out of that depth of despair was was learning how to think <laughs> which sounds crazy <laughs> I'm not even sure you even utter. I'm really sorry I try so hard to be PC by the way I try so hard and sometimes if I ever say something that is not PC or not like not even politically politically correct but I try so hard to say the right things that sometimes I you know we just all make mistakes so if I do ever say anything that is actually not appropriate then please let me know so I can make sure I don't say it um again because that means quite a lot to me so anyway that's a little caveat um yeah I and now I've completely forgotten what I was talking about (laughs) but anyway the crux of the matter is that oh yeah I learned about mindset and because I basically taught myself how to I taught myself NLP practices. So neuro neuro linguistic programming is all about kind of it's based in positive psychology. It's all about rewiring how we think, looking at the world differently, looking at the world through different perspectives, looking at your life through different lenses, trying different things with different experiences of what you see and what you hear and what you feel. And then combined with life coaching, um, it helps to give you that structure of of choosing your goals and then going for them. And I worked with a coach who is incredible, like serious. I love her, she's amazing. Um, And it was through working with her that I decided I wanted to become a life coach. And that's all of these things have led to this creation of Club Thrive because I, when I left uni, I also became a PT. So I've been a personal trainer for 11 years. I worked at a yoga studio for a long time, teaching yoga, working on the desk. I'm a vinyasa teacher, I'm a yin teacher. And then when the pandemic hit, um, and I also ran a group, I'm just telling you all this because it really helps to kind of understand everything that's gone into what Club Thrive is. I co-ran a group training company and I love taking these sessions because actually taking these group training sessions for an amazing company called One Element, um, they still exist, go train with them, they're great um if you live near a site um that really saved me so every week i would have to get out and whatever the weather was and put on a brave face and my whole life behind the scenes was completely and utterly falling apart but it meant that i could go and really impact the lives of other people. And I love group coaching, it taught me a lot. Um, it taught me resilience. There was sometimes there were nights where I was like putting cones down in the rain, thinking what the hell am I doing with my life? But actually it you know was a big part of, of my healing process um, after my divorce and I am so grateful to it. Um, and then at that time I was also teaching in yoga studios and then the pandemic hit. And I took everything online and I created a company called Sterling Fit. And Sterling Fit was definitely from a place of, I really want to help women thrive. I just didn't have that phrasing at the time. It was all about empowering women. It was all about helping women accept themselves to help them realize that they were, well, people in general, but because, and and this was before actually, well, no, it wasn't before. And again, this is another area that I, I tread a bit carefully around because I always am so conscious of wanting to not discriminate or, you know, I wanna make sure I'm inclusive. Um, but at the heart of it, because I I'd, 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 I identify as a woman, I find that that's the audience that I relate to currently in terms of understanding experience. And I never want to alienate anyone and everyone is welcome to listen to this podcast. I had loads of guys listening to, men listening to How To Live A Sterling Life, um, and again, like I've got a bit hot under the collar because, you know, if I ever please just pull me up on it, if I, you know, we, we can only learn. <laughs> um, anyway, I, I've made that very awkward. I didn't need to make it that awkward. But, you know, I think it's important that we kind of say this as well when we're learning about whether it's gender or whatever, um, different approaches, different cultures. When we're trying to learn these things, sometimes we do put our foot in it a bit. I'm not saying I have done that I haven't done that <laughs> I'm putting my foot in it now by going over this point anyway
1: anyway anyway anyway
0: I started selling fit and I taught online fitness classes so I taught sculpt I taught yoga I taught HIT. I was teaching at one point about 15 sweaty HIT classes strength classes circuit training classes a week in my bedroom in our flat uh, where my partner and I lived um because I met someone else after this divorce, by the way, and I love him, he's great, we're engaged. Um, Anyway, Um, yeah, so I was teaching all these classes and that was my life, as it was for many of us during the pandemic. I loved it. And I found out that I was pregnant during that time in January, 2021, and really wanted this baby, had been trying for about a year. And then I lost the baby and had a miscarriage. And so again, that's something I talk about openly as well and how to live a sterling life. Um, and all these things, all these life events led to Club Thrive because every single one of those events has been pivotal in my journey in life. And it has kind of ricocheted me into a different direction. But all of it has been linked by this kind of factor of mindset and overcoming adversity and realizing your worth and embracing your true self living authentically hot like taking responsibility for mistakes but also having compassion for the mistakes that have been made that actually were as a result of whether it's low self-esteem or you know I've had situations where I really wanted to say no to people but I just years ago, I never had that ability to say that. So I would say yes to people I didn't want to say yes to. And that had massive impact on my life negatively. But then, you know, conversely, you might say, well, I wouldn't be here now if those things hadn't happened. And I believe everything happens for a reason. But ultimately, I wish some of those things hadn't happened. And actually, I'd been able to say no. And, you know, here's a punch in the face at the same time. Anyway, that's a chat for another day. But, you know, these things are pivotal in your life, or in my life, in our lives, and they lead us down a different path. And so, All these things led into me now, or have built me into the person that I am. And it's why I'm so passionate about helping you realize your worth, helping you to understand how and what you think why it has an impact on your actions how limiting beliefs so basically how you perceive yourself and the thoughts that you have about yourself how they can either help or hinder you and the choices that you make it's all linked to building self-belief and confidence all linked to that you know that kind of you deserve to sit at the table um you deserve to be in the rooms that you want to be in because amongst all of this as well, I had massive crisis of confidence with my acting career. So when it didn't take off, like how I'd hoped after drama school, you know, i to lead in the final school play, it should have gone really well. And for various reasons, it didn't. I had a period where I was like, I just can't be an actor. I just I The confidence was gone. I would get hot and sweaty and start crying, trying to do self tapes because I just felt so rubbish. I felt like I just couldn't do it. And so, and that was a couple of years ago during the pandemic. And what I realized was that there was a lot that I had still not dealt with after the divorce, um, after my eating disorder, perhaps the other situations that had happened in my life that I was still carrying a lot of pain and a lot of burden. You know, they were burdenless to me. And so I started working with this incredible coach. And actually, I just I finished working with her fairly recently. I worked with her. Um, before rebranding before letting go of sterling fit to rebrand club thrive because it's scary sometimes to let go of these things that we've created and i knew in my gut that i wanted to transition what i was doing with sterling fit into more of a life coaching um or confidence coaching entity but that actually it was hard to know it was hard to let it go and it was hard to kind of what's it called the sunk cost fallacy where you kind of don't stop doing the things that you've always done because it's like, well, I've put all that time and effort in, um. And actually, it was her that working with her that gave me the the bravitas to, um, to sell my half of the group training company I was running because it wasn't I just wasn't fulfilled with it, um. And I think sometimes when we live so much in whether it's a societal expectation. Uh, which I had done in my in my kind of previous relationship, I think, you know, in my head growing up, you go to uni, you get married, you have babies and that's that. And, and the trajectory I was on in my previous relationship kind of fulfilled that. And so a lot of it is breaking those, um, whether it's societal kind of norms or family norms, or even the words of your friends, you know, these things have a massive impact on us. Sorry, I had to go check on Sienna there. Um, Yes. So these things have a, Sienna, by the way, is my daughter, for anyone that is just listening. um, So I now have a 15 month old daughter. So life really did take a very different turn. But preceding that, you know, my, our trajectories can be very much determined by what other people have said to us or the thoughts that we have. And so Club Drive really comes from this place of helping you to discover and determine and to then follow through with discovering the things that you want to do in your life so that you can then kind of, I was about to say, well, yeah, execute them um, in a way of kind of being clear on your goals, finding clarity on what you want, and then taking the action to get there. And that can be from something as simple as you want to exercise more in your week, to bigger career goals and actually what I have really understood is that we can change so much just by tweaking how we think and also discovering the things that we hold to be true for long periods of time in our subconscious mind so I recently discovered a limiting belief about my own approach with work that I'd you know limiting belief again is something that we believe that holds us back so I don't deserve to for example, earn money from my experiences, which is a genuine limiting belief that I, I discovered fairly recently with the coach I was working with. It, the the belief that was embedded was worded a bit differently to that, but I'm going to keep that private. Um, But discovering that, I burst into tears when I discovered that because I'd held on to it for so long, for a decade. And it was linked back to something that happened, you know, 10 years ago that I was still blaming myself for. But I just didn't realise that it was buried so deep and it had really held me back from building my previous business to the height that it could have gone to so the previous business was sterling fit and um and we had the pandemic obviously and i sold my half of the group training company i kept sterling fit going um and and then after selling my group training company i decided i wanted to focus on my acting i'd had the miscarriage and i was like right okay i want to really push through with my acting now Got an acting job and then found out I was pregnant. So I was due to go on tour, pregnant with Sienna, due to go on tour with a play, found out I was pregnant and then thought, oh, okay. And then what happened was the tour got cancelled three days before rehearsals were due to start. So I'd learnt all the lines. Three days before rehearsals were due to start, it got cancelled due to COVID. And um, it was during that time when theatres were still really struggling because there was a lack of trust in getting back into closed spaces, really. So then I was left without any work, six months pregnant, um, not quite that far along, four or five months pregnant. um. So I I developed an online programme and I taught that. And then at the end of that, I had a couple of months before Sienna came and we ended up also needing to move flat. we have been trying to move house for a long time and we found this place by luck and had to take it. And then it was having moved out to moving... Well, handing in the old keys, moving back to the new flat that basically my water's broke. (laughs) We were meant to have a week of getting settled in this new flat. And um, well, Sienna had other ideas. She came a week early and it was another sign of like, you just can't plan things sometimes. You know, you just have no idea what's around the corner. And in this last year, because then what happened as well? was that last year I needed a knee surgery and I had the knee surgery and then I ended up not being able to walk for six weeks it was my knee was in a worse state than what anyone had anticipated and I'd had to I had to stay on crutches for six weeks and considering the fact my whole company before had been based on my body and teaching classes I was then left in this predicament so that's when I then explored um getting qualified as a life coach and getting qualified with my NLP because I knew that it was a direction I really wanted to go in and I still passionately believe that your health and your well-being so your fitness how you eat your relationship with food your relationship with your body your relationship with yourself these things all play into confidence and self-belief because ultimately they're like the pillars that keep you standing and I have worked continuously over the last seven or eight years really on this journey of self discovery. And I encourage you, if you're in a place where you have either hit a wall or like, so you're stuck or you've hit a wall with your career or in your personal life, that you decide to put in the effort every single day to discover yourself again, to discover who you are, who you want to be, what you want your life to look like. That's why this podcast exists. Should have probably said that in the very first sentence. And if you've listened this far, thank you so much. We're 22 minutes in, I'm gonna keep it to under 30 minutes. So make sure you like, follow, share about this podcast because I'm hoping to get lots of great people on to help you as well, to help all of us because ultimately, you know, when I started out looking at online coaching a couple of years ago, following really high profile people in their field, people that have done really well, I realised that actually you can get very stuck on the, on the image of success and actually what Club Thrive came from was not a place of financial wealth but was from a place of lifestyle wealth so from a place of freedom of time from a place of yeah okay being able to afford all the great things but also being able to be healthy and to be fit and to have the time to train and to have the time to eat well and to have the finances to go on holidays to be able to afford to take time off one of the things I've constantly struggled with is this balance as a freelancer of taking time off not because I don't think we need it yes we do but my partner's also a freelancer and it's incredibly hard when you're in whether it's a relationship or as a parent or by yourself to juggle having the right balance, or not the right balance, but the best balance for you when it comes to work versus play. Play is so important. I bring that in from my acting perspective, play and having fun and not taking things too seriously and exploring things without the fear of failure Um, is super important because it helps to take away some of the fear when life doesn't go quite as planned or whether you want to try something and, and be brave. Like I've had lots of scary moments over the last couple of years and some of them haven't been big. Some of them have just been about, you know, oh, maybe I should just take the afternoon off like today, had a really challenging day today. And I was just asking my social media followers on Club Thrive, um, so go follow on Instagram, Club Thrive underscore, about whether actually it would be beneficial to vlog this whole and write about this whole experience of building a new company up. Because we don't really ever get to see now on social media the behind the scenes of all of this. We see the success, we see the first photo. So we see the Jeff Bezos's photo of his, you know, garage or whatever it is, but you don't see the you don't see many photos or many bits of the story of how the massive companies are built. And I'm not saying that Club Thrive needs to come become this massive company. I'm I mean, I would love the impact to be massive. I would love to help as many women as we can and as many people as we can to improve self-belief, confidence, authenticity and in, in, in you know, in being themselves and embracing that and feeling comfortable and confident at work and, you know, not being walked all over and being able to Kind of have and hold your own and not people please and not say sorry for the things that aren't your fault. You know, that's the driving force behind Club Thrive. And when I talk about it having an energy and having a feeling like a place, it is a place. It's a safe space for you to come and, and explore who you are because so often we lose ourselves, whether it's through becoming a parent or through losing a job or losing a loved one or losing our health, we kind of lose our essence of ourselves. And when I think of Club Thrive, I often think of Bali and I know I'm privileged, I know I'm lucky, I don't at all discredit my background, I'm extremely fortunate, um, but there is, there is kind of, it's like you're walking into You know, you come out of the concrete of life into this amazing hubbub of calm and tranquility, but also of energy and potential and possibility where you look to your left and there's a pool and then you look to the right and there's green jungle. And if you go forward, there's the beach, you know, anything is possible. And I think this podcast as well, I really encourage you to explore your creativity and your imagination. And I'm a big believer in visualisation. It's a part of coaching and it's part of how I coach is to help you to really... You know, if you're going to do one thing, take one action step from this podcast is to really take a time, take a moment to close your eyes or whatever. Listen to, some, you know, listen, well, actually, you know, don't listen to, well, listen to whatever you want. <laughs> listen to music or listen to the space around you and just really kind of imagine what you want your life to look like. And this is a great tool if you're trying to get fitter, you're really struggling to get that consistency with exercise is to imagine yourself as that person that exercises. What do they look like? How do you feel in the morning? What do they eat? How do you eat? What do you do when you do work out? How does it feel after? And you really connect to these things and then you start to become it. And it's all about shifting your identity. And I have this a lot with my clients where you know, we think, oh, well, a runner looks a certain way. I don't run. I don't look like that. Yes, you can run. You create your own version of a runner or maybe you're a walker. Same with clothing. I had a message from a client today saying, you know, oh, I just, I just I put the shorts on today to do the school run and I had to have a real word with myself because, of course, I can wear shorts. You know, that's... And, like, this is the work I love to do because we hide ourselves away and I love to help and empower you to... Really get comfortable with yourself so that you can walk out in the hot weather with your shorts on and so that you can actually take risks, calculated risks. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying like leverage everything against one quick, swift decision. And I'm definitely not a business coach. So I will share about these things, you know, from a personal experience. But I don't take business advice from me. (laughs) Take life coaching and confidence coaching and fitness coaching and nutrition coaching and all the health and wellbeing coaching you like um but go and find those that you know probably not me for business um but this is this podcast really celebrates new beginnings and it can be hard to let go of old ones and like I was saying I had a challenging day today some days you're just in a funk are you maybe on your period or your period's due and your energy's just suddenly slumped or you're going through all sorts of other hormonal challenges and menopause and perimenopause or whatever it is and you just have one of those days and you know that you're not going to get the work done like juggling childcare as well it's hard it's really challenging um and so I was like well it's not I'm not going to get any work done today so we we my partner and I we took Sienna out for a bit of fresh air because we also needed the fresh air and actually I came up with lots of different ideas that I know what I will implement within Club Thrive about vlogging and writing more about the journey. So don't be scared to take the breaks. Don't be scared to, once the excitement of an idea has simmered a little bit, because you know, I was buzzing when I launched Club Thrive. I still am buzzing, but ultimately the excitement, when, when the excitement of these ideas wane a little bit and the reality sinks in of, oh my God, I've got to actually build something tangible here. That gets a bit challenging. And, you know, when I when I decided to rebrand and let go of Sterling Fit, there's still elements of that that I'm holding on to that I can tell. And that's for me to figure out now is, okay. well, what, what am I still holding on to? And it's really hard to let go of things when we're focusing on what we're trying to let go of. So it's about imagining what life would be like, still doing those things that you're deciding whether or not you still want to do. What would it feel like to not do them anymore? Really experience it, really go into that. Walk yourself through it in your mind, Strategize it. What do you do when you're still, If, I, for example, if I'm still, you know, teaching fitness stuff, I'm not. But if I was, how does that make me feel? How does it make me feel to not do that anymore? And there's plenty of materials I have from Sterling Fit that I will be bringing with me into Club Thrive. But I don't have to still focus on building those materials. I've got hundreds of workout videos, for example. And I'm trying to decide at the minute what the best thing to do with these videos is so these things are decisions that you can make through imagining what the outcome you want to have and then deciding the steps what are the steps that are going to get you to that outcome letting go is is hard and so be kind to yourself um but make it something that you'll get you know a bonus a a benefit from letting go does not have to be awful and especially it's like when you rip that plaster off and you're trying to flick it off your finger or whatever and it doesn't come off like letting go can feel a bit like that sometimes (laughs) sometimes it's about just trying something a bit different ripping it off or just you know washing it under the tap or whatever trying different things um and so you know this is how you thrive through those mindset blocks this is how you thrive through life challenge this is how you thrive through situations that really bring up a lot of emotion and um and really put you in a difficult position um and i know i've gone off on a bit of a tangent with this by telling you the story of 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 how i've got to this point with club thrive but it's so important for me that you know that because This is like 22 years of life experience coming into Club Thrive in terms of what I have been through myself, but also the incredible expertise that I have from a fitness perspective, from a training perspective, from a coaching perspective, from a lived experience perspective, from getting so much wrong perspective to really getting loads right. And actually, that's the other thing, is that you when you when you are blocked, when you are trying to make decisions and you, your brain is telling you, God, don't do that, that's a terrible idea, is to look back and say, well, actually, hang on, when I made the, this decision, it was all right. When I decided to rebrand Sterling Fit, that was a great decision that was something that I took a year to decide to do, but I knew I needed to do it. I knew I wanted to do it. When I sold my half of the group training company, that was a hard decision, but I knew deep down in my gut, I wanted to do it. You know, when you can explore the possibility, sometimes it means that actually that decision that others are saying, are you sure you wanna do that? It's like, yes, I really do wanna do that. And so always be careful as well with who you're sharing these ideas with that you have about your life, because some people don't mean to, but they'll immediately kind of slam it down. If you need a sounding board know the people that give you what you need to hear but also be open to hearing the honesty and be open to hearing the the feedback that you don't want to hear and be open to taking control and to taking responsibility that is the biggest one of the biggest things that i've learned is that by taking responsibility in your life you can create incredible outcomes it is hard to say yeah i really messed up and It gives you the chance to say, yeah, but also that wasn't my fault. That was on the other person. And that's really important, especially if you're working through previous experiences that you're still looking to forgive yourself for. I know that in my life there are some things that I don't know if I reached self-forgiveness with, but I totally got to a point of acceptance in terms of, well, that happened because of this. And that's perhaps that's an element of forgiveness as well. We only know what we know. We don't know what we don't know. And so trying to control things that we don't know actually can be counterproductive. So get super clear, lots of, (laughs) super clear on, on the fact that you can thrive through mindset blocks and that new beginnings are okay. And that once the excitement dips, it's about saying, okay, what is the next step? Because you are clear on your vision. You are clear on what you want. I am clear with what I want to get out of Club Thrive. It's incredible and I have to take that one step at a time. So thank you so much for listening to this slightly longer, more detailed version of the lead up to Club Thrive. I would love to connect. I really want to make this podcast as useful and beneficial to you as possible. Um, I believe in the power of community and in the power of being in a space where you are, you just have people saying, I believe in you, you can do this, because it's, So impactful, especially if you're someone that has always felt maybe a little bit out of sorts, a little bit left out, a little bit maybe you're creative and and um, or you're you're someone that you know didn't have that friendship kind of group or um support that you would have so loved, or you didn't have family that you would have so loved to have supporting you. I'm I'm only here really because I've got incredible. friends and family that have supported me through insanely hard times. And so I know I'm incredibly grateful and lucky to have that. And so this is almost like a paying it forward thing as well because ultimately this is then something that I can, or we as this kind of, you know, technology is amazing with how it can reach you wherever you are in the world. Um, And I'm not saying I I can be there for a coffee tomorrow, but I'm saying that collectively, you know that there are people that believe in you. Um, so anyway, I will leave it there. I've gone a little bit over. Oh, I did try. Um, please, please do follow the podcast. Um, I would love if you could rate and review it on um, Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. If you can share it with your mates and your family. Um, And also, please come and say hi on social media. It's club thrive underscore at Instagram. And I'm Kate Sterling1 on Instagram, and I'm Kate Sterling or underscore Kate Sterling on Twitter. Um, so come say hi. Um, I'm really nice and I'm really excited about this journey ahead. So thank you for listening and look forward to connecting next week. Okay, bye.